Bain steps back three-pointer. That's good. Bain was fabulous in that first round, including from three-point range. That's a high roller, dog. Welcome to Hoops and Cards. This is Gary, your host, and I've had way too much fun with the microphone today trying to get this episode recorded. Welcome to just the the wonderland for basketball card collectors and investors. Here we are today, friends. The NBA season is in full swing and half of the good players are injured. Nice job, Pascal Siakam. The guy I was thinking, well, hey, at least Pascal's not hurt. We've got everybody else, Kawhi Leonard, LaMelo Ball. There's a lot of big names sitting back on the bench hurting and uh other big names just hurting their team or just hurting the world I, I don't know what to say to you about Josh Primo or Kyrie Irving except not to collect them but guys I'm fresh off of a uh, sports card show one of my favorites this past weekend I'm fresh off of a great episode friends if you missed the weekend episode we put out there with Chris Fitzgerald from the behind the card movie guys they made a movie about sports cards I love it it's a documentary going over the last two years, two plus years of just craziness, ups and downs with the hobby, but certainly a rush of money and attention and excitement. And uh, it's it's really made for people who don't know much about all that. So you can share it with your friends and family. Maybe you've got some like I do, who when you start to talk about cards, they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. And they're ready to put on the next episode of, uh, you know, Rings of Power. And you have to tell them, look, hey, that 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 ship sailed. Pun intended. Like they're done. They're done. There's no more new episodes dropping of that. But uh, yeah, that is a great movie. And just thanks to Chris and everybody that participated in that. I know Jeff Wilson from Sports Card Investor was in it. Steve Aoki, Rob Go, Vegas Dave. There, there is just a lot of maybe it's Rob Gow. I don't, I don't know all these guys' names. But my, my point is, it is a great movie that will be out soon, and uh, soon and very soon. And it's also great documentary about sports cards in general it's i would put it as one of our basketball card 101 episodes if i could uh in fact it's it's a primer it should be like must see viewing before attending a card shop or a card show uh when you i mean i guess it's only if you care about your money and what happens to it but it was very 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 good very well done entertaining and it it said all the things it needed to say you know um and here we are today we are writing this sequel you know, we move the card market into the future. Buyers and sellers, we're here for basketball card collectors and investors. If you tuned in today to get my take on Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, you came to the wrong podcast, all right? If you're here saying, wow, yay, the Astros won, yay, what should we do with our Jordan Alvarez rookies? I'll, I'll, I'll say, um, take them to another podcast, maybe the Sports Card Strategy Baseball Show, you know, listen uh, we, we're here for basketball. We're here for the NBA. And uh, in fact, I, I went through and re-ranked my top 20 investments right now as of November 7th or 8th. And, uh, you know, I'm at times I'm going to put those out on our website. At times I'm going to make a whole episode around those 20. But players that I that I see, you know, their card values matching what their play is you know is doing and taking them higher and higher and people responding by buying their cards there is a connection it's not it's not so scientific you can't say oh well Shea Gilgis Alexander is averaging 33.6 points a game in his first nine games 
Look at how his card prices have jumped accordingly. He can't do it. You can't even factor in like uh, a range, you know, for your team losing seven of their first 10 games. You, you can't do it. But what we can do, friends, is stay in touch with the basketball card market and study uh, studies, probably, probably like a, a too complex of a term for what we can do with our eBay apps or with market movers. Uh, there's so many good resources to find out what the cards have been worth, but it really is a, a an educated guessing game. I almost said an educated guessing game about what card values will increase over the coming weeks and months. And uh, it, it is, but it is based on experience. And so the guys that dropped out of my top 20 list, I'll just rattle through it. Uh, the guys that dropped out this week are Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, and Joel Embiid. Kawhi, I think it's hard to invest in guys who have been injured so long or so much. Damian Lillard, same reason. Not that they're not. Maybe you're like, hey, man, this is the time to buy when they're on the bench again. You know, when they're when they're out two, three, four weeks, that's when I like to really get into a player. And And there is a buying opportunity there. I just wouldn't put them on my top 20 list right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what we're going to get as far as Kawhi Leonard this season, if he's going to come back and at full strength. You know, I, I don't think he's leading anybody to the finals. Let's just establish that. I think he's riding Paul George's coattails and hopefully helping what Paul George already is doing, if you're paying attention. Uh, but Kawhi, Damian Lillard, Joel Embiid, I just put Joel is, uh, uh, I don't know which games he's going to play this week. And by the way, last season when he was crying about not getting the MVP award, First of all, never do that. Second of all, don't do that while also missing 15 to 20 games that season when the guy who won it, the Joker, played 12, I think 12 more games at just as high a level, if not higher, if you value things like, you know, passing the ball, shooting percentage. Um, those kinds of things matter, Joel. So I, I moved Embiid off the list, but here's my top 20. I'm just going to rattle down through them. Uh, new back on the list is Zion Williamson at 20. He's too popular to leave off the list, and now he's healthy again. So have at him. I just haven't bought in yet because I still see him as very risky. Number 19, he has dropped six in six spots is Trey Young. Uh, low guys on this list, though. They still present huge upside, and Trey looks to be an all-star again. Sharing the backcourt with DeJounte Murray, who's playing really well as well, but Trey is still the big name. Number 18, down two spots is Jalen Brown from Boston. Solid investment with playoff cells in mind. Hmm, chew on that. Yum, yum, yum. Number 17 is Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Uh, from Memphis, he's making his case for the all-star team in the West. Leading the team in scoring over the last five games. Staying healthy. And I don't know if you've seen the guy play. You can't compare him to Ray Allen. Uh, he looks like uh, a boxer or a wrestler. Desmond Bain is built for a tough uh, NBA game. Number 15. Is that what we're at? No, 16. Devin Booker from Phoenix. Clean rookies of his are hard to find. Uh, in fact, I saw a few this weekend, and I'm skeptical because they're mostly paper. Uh, the Donruss rated rookie or the Donruss the rookies. If you can find a good prism that's centered, I would I would submit it right away, but a lot of those have already been sent. I'd go for Devin Booker autograph cards. Let's go to number 15. Back on the list is my guy, Darius Garland. Why did he jump so high? Because he's playing so well with one and a half eyeballs. And he's also uh, an extremely good deal right now. People, he's on the second best team in the NBA record-wise. Eight and one, the Cavaliers. He's returning from eye injury and he's an all-star form. Number 14, dropping six spots, Tyrese Halliburton. 
The Pacers anonymity isn't helping card values. You guys, I should get points for uh, using a new word, anonymity. I'm like looking at the word, anonymity. See, Terry's Halliburton, he's not going to play a lot of, um, what do you call it, national TV games. And unless he is going off every night for 30 and 10 or 38 and 8, um, I'm I'm moving him down the list and down in my, well, yeah. He's not on my buy list, although I did send a variation card of his in to be graded. Number 13, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant moved up a spot. He's 2-0 and without Kyrie, and he's still Durant. I love it. And Kyrie being out uh, essentially gives Cam Thomas a chance to Cam Thomas, so we're excited about that as a sleeper pick. Number 12, jumping back on the list from the NR, not ranked last week, Cade Cunningham. Detroit, he looks like an all-star. His rookies are now affordable. He is back on the list and ahead of Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, friends, not because he's better than Tyrese Halliburton. Let me, let me explain something to you. It's because his name is already huge. In fact, when LaMelo Ball gets back and he's playing healthy, uh, I might put him back in the top 12 just because he's LaMelo Ball. Now, reality is going to set in for the market, but sometimes we, we buy along with the market. Because Cade's the number one pick, there's a lot of high-priced cards of his, a lot of demand for his, a lot of his getting graded. We're kind of along for the ride on the demand of the market category. Does that make sense? We're buying along with or or even in advance of what the market's going to do in reaction to Cade. Sometimes the market is slower to pick up on guys like number 11, jumping eight spots. Eight spots. And I am I'm promise you guys I'm being objective here. Tyrese Maxey from the Philadelphia 76ers. He's without James Harden for a month. And Maxie's numbers are soaring. I don't know if you saw the game uh, five or six nights ago where he made his first 10 shots. The guy is aggressive, humble, fun, teachable, strong, three-level scorer. I don't know what else to say to you except his cards are selling higher too. I've been trying to find a PSA 10 silver of his, and you just can't can't do it right now for less than $500 for an already graded one. And you're not going to find one for less than 120 for a centered, sharp-looking one. So Tyrese Maxey is the man, and uh, his name is taken off. Number 10, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He jumped 10 spots. Best player on a bad young team. He's going to turn some heads, though. And, you know, a few minutes ago, I talked about Halliburton, or there's one other guy. Trey Young, I would put in this category, like the, the best scorer on a team that's probably not headed to the playoffs. I mean, unless you're doing... 35 points, 8 assists, 8 rebounds, you're not going to get on my list. Well, guess who is threatening to do those kind of numbers every single night? By the way, um, it's it's time to like ignore Josh Giddy and stop overpaying for his rookie cards. It's time to ignore Trey Mann. You've already got like a couple of Trey Mann autos or hollows. Like, get over it. Done. Done. I would not put a lot of money right now in guys who are second and third team behind Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He is on fire, and uh, that's not that's not going to stop anytime soon. I don't see Oklahoma City shutting it down again this season. Number nine, Donovan Mitchell, up eight spots for the Cleveland Cavaliers, showing the East and the world what he can do. It's funny, Cleveland, we're, we're close to the Cavaliers. We're here in Northeast Ohio. That's where hoopsandcards.com is coming at you from. And guys, uh, it is true. A lot of people in Cleveland did not realize how good this guy already was. Because they didn't stay up till 11 p.m. every night to watch Utah Jazz games and see, oh, I wonder what Rudy Gobert is doing. Like, we didn't care. 
Is that just that time in the bubble or maybe the playoff runs where he was going back and forth with Jamal Murray or Luka Doncic or, you know, we didn't, a lot of Cavs fans didn't realize we're getting an MVP candidate and he's doing it this year. Number eight is Nikola Jokic down a spot, but I expect him and the Nugs to rise to the top soon. Healthy Michael Porter Jr. looking good. 17 points a game, decent percentages. Jamal Murray is back. Fine. But the straw that stirs the drink is Nikola Jokemeister. And uh, putting together another MVP season, his uh, his card value, I would say, is one of the most stable, even though it's down from what it probably should be for a two-time reigning MVP. But you know what I'm saying. He just kind of stays steady there in the top 10 buys. Number seven, Jason Tatum, or J-Tay, if you uh, hang out with him like I don't. A uh, complete player who needs to beat the Cavaliers sometime. Yeah, they lost again to the Cavs in overtime. Sorry, Jason, but he's still... Uh, Still breathtakingly good every single night, Jason Tatum. Number six, Steph Curry, Golden State. Terrific short and long-term investment. Steady Eddie for the Warriors, unlike Jordan Poole, unlike Klay Thompson. Klay talks a lot of trash for a guy who's old and can't play anymore. Uh, Jordan Poole, what happened to you, bro? I I know you'll eventually make a couple more shots, but geez, like we were all ready to like crown you the next Tyrese Maxey, and you're just not. It's time to pick up your game. Number five, Anthony Edwards down a spot. Slow start. Didn't get his first dunk until what yesterday? Getting little internet spats with Carl Anthony Towns. And as if that's a thing, like the team's playing terrible defense. I I don't really know. Uh, Maybe they're missing that one thing that begins with an L and ends with eatership. They need, they need a leader on the court. I don't expect D'Angelo Russell to get Anthony Edwards attention, but I just, I think along with the rest of the hobby, we still see Edwards as number one top dog potential and scoring ability. Number four. Okay, now I'll say any of these four could have been my number one. In fact, the number one isn't as strong as he was last week. But number four right now is Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks. He's dominant right now. MVP candidate. His cards are affordable. What else can I say? I'm not going to say anything more. He's Luka Doncic. He is putting together that MVP type season. The problem for him, like bad news, Luca, there are other players on the planet. uh, And we'll get to one of them who I think is the MVP so far. The way too early MVP. Like who talks about the MVP on November 7th? Well, it's people like us who listen to basketball card podcasts. Basketball. Like you guys are here listening to basketball card podcasts. I am pumped to be with you. Can you tell? Uh, I overdosed on candy corn before this, before this podcast. And I'm like, I'm bringing the heat, baby. Number three, LeBron James, the Lakers. He's still the best long-term investment along with Steph Curry, but the team is struggling. It's nice to see Russell Westbrook perform better off the bench, but LeBron is still LeBron. You can still get his rookies. You can still get some decent deals on his cards. I would say for the next six to eight weeks, if the Lakers turn it around, I could see LeBron's market gradually increasing after Christmas or after December if they don't turn it around, i.e. if guys like Lonnie Walker aren't really going to contribute every night and Russell Westbrook's eventually going to resent playing on the play, you know, coming off the bench and Matt Ryan is not, you know, he's, he's going to stop with this Dan Marley impression every night. He, I said Dan Marley. I meant Wally Zerbiak. I said Wally Zerbiak. I meant Doug McBuckets. I said Doug McBuckets. I meant Dean Wade. You see what I'm doing? Uh, I, I like LeBron as an investment, but they have got to add some things, some pieces, parts. Buddy, it's time, baby. Come on over. Giannis, number two. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He moved up a spot to number two, looking like the lead MVP candidate. The Bucks are 9-0. and oh. See, he's doing this thing that uh, Luca, Steph... 
Jason Tatum, even Donovan Mitchell. He has won every single game, <laughs> and he is a threat to dominate, just, just take over at any given moment. So doing all that without K-Mid, uh, I don't even like calling him K-Mid, but I heard an announcer, K-Mid for three, like without Chris Middleton. And uh, people, that's my PC, by the way, right now. I, I love getting Chris Middleton cards. If you have a cool-looking Chris Middleton card that maybe it's not worth anything to you, but you heard a podcast, Hoops and Cards, where Gary, the host, was super friendly and just talking to you about cards. And I want to add value to your life as a collector and investor. You know, if you want to just, uh, as a little thank you, drop a Chris Middleton card in the mail to me, I, I would not object. But you, you got to message me. You got to go like at Hoops and Cards on Instagram or Gary at HoopsandCards.com for the email. I'm serious. Like, I enjoy getting Chris Middleton cards. I've had friends... Uh, throw them in on deals. I've had friends hold them back for me. I've had friends give me deals on them. And then I got a couple in the mail. Thanks, uh, Pete, for all those. That was great. But Chris Middleton, hey, Giannis to do all that without Chris. And uh, before y'all go, no, Chris Middleton sucks. That's like code for, I don't know anything about the NBA. (laughs) Like Chris Middleton was 24, 25 points a game, five or six assists a game, five or six rebounds a game, and fantastic percentages. All the stuff we're celebrating Desmond Bain for doing, Chris Middleton's been doing that for years and years and years while also playing defense, rebounding, and passing the ball better. So, And going to the finals and winning gold medals. Like Chris Middleton is a great player, you guys. You don't get to be a three, three-time All-Star in the NBA without it. So I don't know what the deal is, why we have to like slam on people. But I, you can tell I'm, I'm a little bit defensive about this. And I'm not even from Milwaukee, which means it's real. Like, it is so real. Chris Middleton is good. Giannis, uh, to do all this and go 9-0 without K-Mid, mm-hmm, it's great. But number one for me is still John Morant because he is the most exciting player to watch. Fun, fast, electrifying, dunker, shooter. I think that's part of the thing. I, I think there's, there's something with the NBA these days where so many people can shoot threes. That's really nice. I mean, I love seeing lots of threes. I love seeing guys who can create and do Euro steps. But guys that, again, shoot threes and drive to the basket and take it up and dunk when you least expect it and, like, dribble around and, and break ankles and, you know, do the little hezzy and the all those things. Like, that, John Morant does everything. That's why I like Darius Garland, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, uh, that's really why we like Anthony Edwards is some of these players can do everything. Tyrese Halliburton, Trey Young. Uh, a lot of the players that, that I look at even outside of this list with huge upside are players that can do all that stuff. So John Morant's still number one, though. Memphis has some big moments ahead, including Friday night's tilt against the T-Wolves. That's going to be so much fun. So those are my top 20 right now. Guys that didn't make the list, knocking on the door, Anthony Simons. DeJounte Murray, Brandon Ingram, Keldon Johnson, De'Aaron Fox, Laurie Markinen. Got to say it, Laurie. I was going to put Pascal Siakam higher, but then he's he's the guy that's not supposed to get hurt. He's durable, but he's hurt again. Michael Porter Jr., Drew Holiday, Paolo Bancaro. I've got a story about him. Devin Vassell, Paul George, Scotty Barnes. I'm just putting that there for you. I don't really like Barnes. And then DeMar DeRozan and Kevin Porter Jr. And with that... Let's get to the break after I say Paolo is the shoe-in rookie of the year and we should buy his Panini Instant cards anytime. All right, let's get to the break. It's only a kick. A jump. 
a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So welcome back to Hoops and Cards. Guys, it is uh, great to be with you. In fact, the last two weeks, probably because the NBA season has started up again, maybe because we also joined the Basketball Forever uh, basketball podcasting network. Um, that's that's been awesome. So maybe you joined us from there. Our audience has grown uh, significantly in the last three weeks. I love getting shout outs from y'all. So tell me where you're from, where you're listening from. Message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram and say, Gary, hey, I found us, found us, found you from uh, Dayton, Ohio. I found you from Cleveland. Or I found the podcast and I'm brand new to hoops and cards, brand new to what we're doing here. Uh, I want to get to a, a couple of listener messages that I got this week. I thought this was great. Uh, sometimes I get people trying to sell me stuff. Isn't that funny? But uh, but yeah, I get uh, messages Hi, I've been enjoying your podcast and went to sign up for Hoops Plus to, so, to show some support. Thank you, Darren. That is awesome. Glad you joined Hoops Plus. Friends, that is a great uh, a way to get more podcasting content. You get another podcast from us called the Hoops Plus Podcast. You get the chance to win monthly prizes. And I need to get the November newsletter out. Some of you are like, yeah, you do. Yeah, buddy. Why don't you get on that? You're exactly right. I need to uh, get that that newsletter out. But it's a great way to support our show as well. And uh, Scott just started listening. Great show. I'm from Oakland, Maryland. I think he means there's a city in Maryland called Oakland, or he's from both Oakland, California, and Maryland. Uh, either way, we're glad you're listening, bro. Thank you, Scott. Uh, Aztec Breaks on Instagram. Hey, bro, I have my first break going on. I was wondering if you're interested in joining it or if you can repost my break. I'd really appreciate it. I think it's cool that you're starting breaks. That uh, is a lot of fun. I know it's a lot of work too. So, uh, but great job and thanks for your message. Uh, I think I have some other ones. Oh, here you go. Hey, Gary, first time caller, long time. Never mind, you get it. <laughs> Listening to the latest 101 on what type of collector I am. After 30 years, I still don't know. The past few years, I tried to become an investor or flipper, made some money, and then kept buying cards for the PC and had nothing to sell. I am just the same way. Totally, totally feel, feel you there. Um, he says, so how do you balance spending the budget on cards to make money versus cards to own? If it's simply discipline, I'm screwed. Love the podcast. I'm from Cleveland. Hey, awesome. Uh, great to hear from you. Uh, it's Neo SoCal Cards on Instagram. So cool, guys, to get uh, messages from listeners all over the world, but especially from Cleveland. I am very happy. Oh, I have a message in my Instagram from Anthony Simons. Oh, no, that's just me trying to message him. Never mind. Um, I keep hoping that I'll get like a, a reply back from one of these guys. I, I every once in a while on Instagram, I'll message 
uh, Darius or here's one. Karis Levert sent last week. Um, yeah. Hey Gary, I'm selling all basketball at my first card show next month. Ryan, I think we read Ryan's on a previous episode. If not, I'll just pretend we did and, uh, and move on. I uh, love getting messages from you. Braden asks if he could jump in and join the discord. Yes, yes. And yes, guys, we have a great discord channel where um, we react, share ideas, post the cards that we got. Sometimes we're buying and selling uh, with each other's cards there on the Discord. So if you want to get in on the Discord, if you want to message me any questions and say, hey, Gary, I'm listening. I'm from over here in Steubenville. Or I'm over here in you know Guatemala or Brazil. Where are you listening to? You, you guys from Tokyo, I want to hear from you. Australia, it's crazy how global and how easy it is to access the podcast, whether you are in the Netherlands, Nova Scotia, uh, you know, I just like trying to say words of where some people are from, like Bangladesh. So um, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm glad you are listening. I'm talking to you right now. You are my friend. You're a collector. You're an investor or you're a friend of someone who is. And you're like, I guess I have to listen to this. Um, well, I, I, I hope in some way it's encouraging or entertaining to you. Our, our desire here at Hoops and Cards is to add value. That sounds so businessy. So it's, it's really it's just it's just a... Brighten up your day in some way with an idea, with a thought, with some background, with some research. I today said in the title, uh, Adventures in eBay, Buying and Selling in eBay. In fact, I want to I wanna point you to some of our past episodes. Uh, there is a, there's a veritable library of basketball information over the last year and a half in our past episodes at the Hoops and Card Podcast, especially the 101 episodes, but I've done several about eBay Buying and selling on eBay. There are some basics to learn, like how do I get an eBay account? How do I post something for sale? By the way, if you're going to post a card for sale, make sure the picture, it shows the card as large as possible with as much detail and well lit. Not that your card, look, my card is lit, baby. No, like with, with the right light, the right angle of light, so that you can see all of the refractors, all of the, if there's any, uh, but it also makes the, the cards stand out and attractive because, you know, as you're scrolling through those eBay listings, you're not seeing the big picture. You're just seeing a little picture. So you might as well see a little picture of John Morant trying to do a crossover for the 47th card in a row. Like I, by the way, if you make if you make sports cards, Panini, can you please stop using the same picture for 87 different brands of cards and 87 different inserts? I think I think they've tried to stop doing that. But then the then. COVID, like the blame COVID for everything. Sorry, Panini, you got more, you got more access to pictures. Um, I don't even know where I was going there. Take a good picture, right? Uh, give an accurate description. Find out what other cards of that player you're trying to sell, what other ones have sold for and how much and what keywords did they use in the title? If you're going to say, well, uh, green Panini, Memphis Grizzlies, point guard, card number 249, like, no, no. You need to say it like like the pros do. Say 2019-20 Panini Prism, Ja Morant, number 249, Green Parallel. And then say something else about Memphis Grizzlies. You don't have to go in and say like eBay 1 of 60 or like uh, Sharp Corners, Freshly Pulled, <laughs> Pack Fresh. There, we Seriously, I, 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 it, it's, it's comedy, the things we try to do to... I, and I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes I'll put a little fire flame emoji as if that will help sell the card. 
That's not going to work, dude. Um, just like anybody, as a buyer, I want to see a clear picture of the card. I want to, when I search for the basics, the year, the player, the brand, the specific type of card, if it's a green parallel, right? Um, but But I would say, look, if you have to sell that card quickly, if you're a seller and you try to sell it quickly, I would list it as an auction with the starting price of whatever is your bottom, not your bottom, like you, the, the least you would take. In fact, I heard a, a buyer say that to somebody at a card show again this weekend. All right, what's the least you would take for this? And uh, the, the guy at the table selling cards, he handled that so well. I was, I was proud, proud of him, but I was like, yeah, the least I would take is you getting out of my face with your insulting questions. Are you kidding me? But I guess that I guess it's honest. Like I, I don't want to pay more than I have to for this card. Um, but okay, like make an offer that like, what's the least you would take? Well, what's the most you would pay? You know. <laughs> Anyhow, you can't you can't do that on eBay. What you can do is start an auction with what what is the least you would take, right? Uh, and consider things like the shipping cost or the 10% that eBay takes off the top. And it's worth it because that's your marketing business. That's your marketing budget, right? It gets you in front of thousands and thousands of buyers around the world that care about John ja Morant Green Prism number 249 cards. Yes, I'm looking for one. Can't decide if I want to buy raw or just go ahead and get a graded one. But that's really something that uh, uh, I don't need to talk about today. <laughs> Anyhow, you can either sell a card as an auction because then you know it's going to end in three days or seven days. And you're, if you're going to get a bid, it'll be a bid for the least you would take. If you don't care and you just want to sell the thing and let the market decide, let the fates decide, then start it at 99 cents and live on the edge like the rest of us. It's going to sell. It's going to get more eyes on it. And in seven days... You're going to get paid and you're going to be done with those Brandon Clark base PSA 8 cards that have been sitting around on your shelf. I know you. I see you out there, Fred. Move them. John, get the Jarens out. Like, it's done. It's done. I, I don't get the, the luxury of coming on here and saying, oh, Kawhi's injury prone. I don't know. And then still having Jaron Jackson Juniors. Oh, geez. I'm in rare form today. Let me get on from eBay. Uh, sellers, you can either do that act, that auction or you can just say, Buy it now and set your price and let it sit there until it sells. And you, if you're like, I don't care, I'm putting it back in the box with the other Brandon Clarks. Like it's going to sell someday for $9.99 or $19.99 or whatever price you will take for that card. Whatever place, place, whatever place you can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you try it. You try getting behind my microphone for 30 minutes. Some of you are like, let me at it. Hold my beer. All right. Hold my chocolate milk. I, it is funny. I heard another thing about chocolate milk being like the protein drink for after a workout. And I believe it, but I believe it probably because I drank so many of my son's, um, what do you call it? Muscle milks that are chocolate flavor. I'm like, there's no difference. It's just chocolate milk, maybe with a little protein in it, but maybe not. Yeah, I actually, I can taste the powder. So I should just, I should just say it right. Um, today guys, I want to wrap up this episode and I, I'm usually an encourager, guys. I'm usually Mr. Positive. Uh, and I root for, I, I enjoy the NBA so much, I root for every team in some way. When there's a team that's going through drama and 
whether it's losing a lot or in the in the headlines for all the wrong reasons, like I do feel bad when the Spurs have to deal with Josh Primo stuff and the Nets have to deal with Kyrie Irving stuff and the Charlotte Hornets have to deal with Miles Bridges stuff. Like that's really frustrating. As a card collector and investor, it's 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 frustrating in a different way. Like a year ago, I was like buying Miles Bridges, flipping them and making some money because Miles was playing like an all star. Miles was making LaMelo Ball look good, not the other way around. I mean, they both made each other look good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But I I genuinely feel bad when bad things happen to teams. But I also say, well, you know, um, I when it comes to spending my money and buying cards, I'm not a charity. I'm not. Well, I'm going to buy Miles Bridges cards because I feel sorry for him. You know, I'm going to Damian Lillard's hurt again. Oh, that's that's too bad. I'm going to start buying more of his cards just because I feel bad for my Portland friends and for Dame. No, that that is not how it works. Like um, injuries and chaos and drama that that, all that stuff detracts from a card's value. And it's funny, like this this season, we're only three weeks in. Let me say it again. We're only three weeks in. So if the guy you've been investing in, the guy you've got a lot you know, of of high hopes for if he hasn't like taken off and shown off his best MVP self, don't worry. Like he'll probably come around. Uh, There are some guys who don't start out of the gate that strong. They'll probably come around. If you had a good reason, if you did your research, if they did it in the past, I mean, the best indicator of future performance is past performance. Okay. Past performance. What have they done? What can they do? How have they done against bigger competition? We've seen him do it before. It's just a matter of doing it at this level or with this amount of minutes or with this lineup around him, like all those things, right? But uh, it's been fun watching some guys. In fact, the last week, um, (laughs) the NBA is already like a thrill for me to watch, right? But to see a lot of players that I have had in my list or I've been saying, personally, I'm buying that guy or been coming on here as a podcast and saying, guys, I think think it's probably time. To buy Desmond Bain or guys, I really like Tyrese Maxey. No, I'm I'm serious. I really, really, really. No, you're you're not hearing me. <laughs> you you are you people are still not hearing me. He is that good. He is that dude. I put him at like ninth or tenth in this week's top twenty list, and I probably underranked him. Uh, but just like Pascal Siakam and Zion and Brandon Ingram can get injured, I guess Tyrese and Desmond can get injured too. But here are the guys, I made a list actually yesterday of players that I've not recommended and I'm glad that I didn't recommend them or players that I'm avoiding right now, all right? And uh, some of them are just guys that are wrapped up in issues, drama, injuries, all the stuff I talked about. But here's the list. I'm just going to rattle through them and then make a couple comments. Um, and this is also in case you were going to message me and ask me about these players, still do it. Right, still do it. And if you're a fan of these teams, know that I, I feel I'm sad for those teams. I'm sad for their fans that they're not getting the best version of that player. That for whatever reason, his stuff just isn't. He's just he's just not improving at the rate. He's just not fitting in. He's just not he's not staying healthy, whatever the thing is, right? And I'm just gonna leave uh Miles Bridges and Josh Primo off this list right now. Like cr- crime. Whatever level it is, or lawsuits, whatever level it is, I I, I kind of want to stay away from that. I'm I'm not thrilled about Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Like I think that's that's really weird at best, and uh, an awful decision by a Cleveland team that I don't want to talk about. So I'm moving on. It's my podcast. I don't have to talk about it. 
You're like, yeah, and it's a basketball card podcast. Who's Deshaun Watson? Exactly. Exactly. So here's the guys that I would say I don't, I don't remember recommending them. I certainly don't remember buying most of these players and um, not going to. So here's the, here's the list I wrote. Ben Simmons. Man, silence is so good. There's nothing to say. Let's move on. Jordan Poole, bro. I mean, I, it's been hard over, over like the last season to say, yep, he actually is as good as any of these guys I've mentioned. But now, the last, the last month or two of this preseason and season, um, he actually isn't as good as those guys I mentioned. And Steph Curry is, seems to be alone over there. <laughs> like They'll put it together. They'll figure it out, and Jordan Poole will have some big nights. I just, when? Come on. Okay. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Scotty Barnes. Ouch. Now, here's the deal with Scotty Barnes. All right. I have been here saying Scotty Barnes is super talented. Scotty Barnes can play in the league. Scotty Barnes was a deserving rookie of the year candidate. Shouldn't have won it, but he was deserving. And Scotty Barnes has a huge upside. But all that's already built into his card values. And I don't know why I would want to pay that right now when he's the fifth option on the offense. Literally, he's fourth on the team in scoring, fourth on the team in rebounds. Kudos to him. He's got a decent three-point percentage. Well, just like any player that I talk about or opportunity for buying, when a guy gets hurt, another guy can step in and do some things. So Lillard get hurt, gets hurt, Simons goes off. Harden gets hurt, Maxi goes off. What if Siakam gets hurt, Scotty Barnes goes off? I would not be surprised. So maybe I can like pencil, like cross Barnes off this list of guys I'm avoiding and don't really want to talk about much. But let me add these other guys. Trey Young. I just feel like he's already been to the mountain and back and his cards aren't worth nearly as much as what they could be. Why not? I don't know. It's because he's a little dude that makes mean faces and makes threes, but never dunks, doesn't like do anything else on the court. Like he's great shooter and passer. Don't hear me say anything else, but um, partially because there's other players to invest in that are, that are just frankly better at basketball. Another guy, LaMelo ball bro has to get healthy. And after that, he has to start winning. I'm just not, I'm just not going to put my money behind it. Uh, Clay Thompson enough said Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic, Washington wizards, Miami heat, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. And with that, I'm signing off. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to take a bunch of shots at those players or those teams. I'm just saying I don't, I don't see when their, their card values are going to go up. I don't. And most of those guys are mentioned uh, struggling with injuries. And, you know, Anthony Davis says he really wants to play as many games as he can this year. Great, bud. You've already missed a couple, like, load management. It's a thing. Like, I, I'm not investing. This isn't, am I rooting for the guy? Do I like the Lakers? Do I hope the Miami Heat do well? And, you know, have I got something against Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero? No. I just don't think we're investing in them. Maybe some of these players have already had their, their pop in the sports card market, and we're past it. And we're like, in, in order for Tyler Hero to get attention, he has to, like, exceed his previous pop playing and card heat or card desirability. And I just don't see it in the future unless Miami goes to the finals and Tyler Hero scoring 25 a night. Like it's just a thing. 
We're looking at trajectory. We're looking at upside. We're looking at cards you can buy low and sell high. I don't see Tyler Hero on that list. And I wish I could say the same, or I wish I could say different about Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler's got a career of, I mean, dude's been awesome. But his cards, the card values just aren't there. The Wizards, um, they are putting something together with Porzingis and Beal and Kuzma and Monte Morris. I, I just, I'm not buying any of them. You know, are you buying any Utah Jazz yet? Are you buying any um, Sacramento Kings? The Kangs? I like De'Aaron Fox. I put Luca on there because he's another guy that's been to the mountain. And we're now on the other side of the mountain. What does Luca have to do to get the card market to move up for him again? And it may be, yeah, you got to win the MVP. You can't just be the trendy MVP pick every November and then... You know, nine months later, your team's in eighth place and you're like, yeah, but I made a three over, you know, DeJounte Murray and snarled at him. <laughs> like, Lucas got to win something um, before I, I would even consider him close to great. Tatum has been uh, much further than him in the playoffs and Donovan Mitchell has as well. So what what are you going to do? You know, the Joker. Um, it's it's different when you're a center and a triple-double threat every single night and doing it for an entire season. So, guys, that's what I got. Um, I would just say, with those players I mentioned, just caution. Caution. It could be a buying opportunity for any of them. The only reason they're on that list is they were great players, and they are great talents, but they're messing up the works. Jordan Poole, Kyrie, Scotty Barnes, Trey, LaMelo, Jordan Poole. Oh, I, I wrote him twice for emphasis. What about... Uh, Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Miami Heat. Why'd you put Chris Paul on there? Why? I don't... Guys, yeah. Phoenix, another team that's been to the mountain, a player who's been to the mountain, and his card values didn't go up much back then. Um, I don't know if Chris Paul is going to get a ring before he retires. I don't know if, man, do you see Chris Paul? He's scoring 12 points a game. Like, is that going to impress anybody? He's not, I saw him on an MVP top 10 list and I was like, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm like, there are 20 players right now playing better than Chris Paul. And you, you had Devin Booker in your top five and then Chris Paul, number nine. Uh, no, no, uh-uh. no, that's all. That's all I got to say, you guys. Um, hey, by the way, before we go again, I want to say, please check out our previous episode about the behind the card movie, a sports card movie. You have got to see documentary about the sports card market. It's fun. It's informative. It had my attention the whole time. I didn't realize there would be such controversy about it. So our interview with Chris Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald, that's awesome. You got to listen to it. Uh, So that's on our previous episode. Also, you guys send me your questions. Tell me where you're listening from at hoops and cards on Instagram. Uh, What else was I going to say? Market movers would love for you to use it like I do. I found out some good things on card values and comparison shopping this week. Uh, going to sportscardinvestor.com. And if you want to get market movers, use the hoops and cards promo code to get you a discount. I believe that gets you the first month of whatever level, whatever level for a buck. That's a dollar, not a not a, a Brooke Lopez or a Drew Holiday buck. One dollar. Let's see what I did there. It's all NBA jokes, and they're all cheesy, so deal with it. No, market movers, use hoopsandcards.com. That gets you a great deal. Guys, again, great to be with you. Go get them this week. Let me know who you're buying and selling. And, uh, yeah, 
Thanks for listening to Hoops and Cards on the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Take care now. Bye-bye then.